Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. here. Welcome to the No Spin News for the last day of November, Thursday, 2023. Stand up for your country. So we have Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene on the program tonight. She has a new book. Um, as you know, she, along with uh, Ocasio-Cortez and a few of the other squad members, uh, Matt Gates. These are the controversial people in Congress. I've never really spoken uh, to uh, Congresswoman Green before. I'm looking forward to that. And she'll be popping up uh, pretty soon. But first, a talking points memo on extremism growing over Israel Hamas. And I mean extremism. Okay, we're not talking about just points of view that are out of the ordinary. We're talking about dangerous points of view. So last night, uh, there was a Christmas tree lighting at Rockefeller Center, New York, of thousands of people. And it was a disruption um, by a pro-Palestinian group. And, you know, a lot of people believe that a pro-Palestinian group is a pro-Hamas group because they don't want Israel to fight Hamas. They want to give Hamas a pass for uh, the thousands of people they injured and killed on October 7th. That's what the crew wants. Well, the New York City police were magnificent. They did not let the extremists um, get through to the tree. All right. And, and the cops in New York are really restrained, by the way. They took away their nightsticks. I didn't even know that until it was uh, on the radio yesterday on WABC. But anyway, um, NYPD stepped up. There wasn't any violence, although some of these pro-Palestinian people spit at the cops. Okay. They cursed at the cops. And of course, nothing happens because the district attorney, Bragg, in Manhattan wouldn't prosecute. So it's a waste of time to even arrest them. 
Now, if I were a police officer, I would want to arrest them, but they were told the police don't because that'll just up the confrontation and that's what the protesters want. So the police officers themselves have to get spit on. That's how bad it is in New York City, my hometown. Now, you might have noticed in the news coverage, there was a sign with a SWAT sticker on it, right? Full view. I mean, if that's not anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism doesn't exist. All right. It doesn't exist. And they're accusing Israeli military of being Nazis, but that's not really the point here. All right. Israel has a right to defend itself, just as the United States did after 9-11. It's as simple as that. Now, the extremists are now kicking in. You remember a guy named Mark Lamont Hill? I made this guy on the O'Reilly Factor. I brought him on, you know, every couple of months and we would kick it around. I liked him in the beginning um, as far as his presentation was concerned. Very liberal guy, but we could have a conversation. He has become very radicalized in the last few years. And here's what he said last night. Go. There is an, an there, there was a there is an occupation, an effective occupation of the Gaza Strip by Israel, which has led to a slow death for Palestinian people. There is an illegal occupation of the West Bank, which is a slow death for the Palestinian people. The, the, the actions of Hamas, whatever you think of them, are not the reason why Palestinian people are facing depopulation and ethnic cleansing and a genocide. All right. There is no ethnic cleansing or genocide in Gaza. It doesn't exist. If you are living there, and you have access to an automobile, you can drive right out of Gaza. Okay, you can drive into Egypt, you can drive north into Israel, you can drive to Lebanon, you can go to another place, get on a plane. There's a million ways you can get out of there if you want to. And I'm sorry, but if I were a father with children and a family in Gaza, I'd get the deuce out of there because that's never going to get any better. It's like pre-World War II. You could get out of Germany in the mid-1930s. And the same thing with Russia in the early 1920s, turned into the Soviet Union. You could get out. Most people did not. And they, that cost them their lives in many cases. It's the same thing in Gaza. Now, the reason you get out is there is no hope for a better life if the people running the place are terrorists. Hamas runs Gaza and Hezbollah runs the West Bank. There's no hope for things getting better. There's no two state solution because there's only one state, Israel. Now, I bet you didn't know this, 150,000 Palestinians commute into Israel to work from both Gaza and the West Bank. And Israeli let the Arabs come in and they do jobs. 150,000 of them. This is genocide. This is ethnic cleansing. So when a guy like Mark Lamont Hill throws that out there, it's just basically a propaganda lie. But people believe what they want to believe. So the facts that I just gave you, you can get out and you can work in Israel are true. No two sides. It is also true that the Israeli government 
makes it harder for Arabs to prosper. That's true. Now, you could justify it by saying, well, Israel needs self-protection against the Arabs. There's been five wars there. There's been terrorism there constantly, and they got to be very, very suspicious. Okay, but that doesn't mitigate the truth. If you are an Arab living in Gaza or the West Bank, you are not treated as well as the average Israeli citizen. And Israel has the power. It's true. It's not genocide. Not ethnic cleansing. And to me, if I'm in charge of protecting my people in Israel, I'm going to have tough rules, too. Okay, so there's a new poll, Gallup, just out. Uh, USA, Republicans 29, Democrats 29, Independents 40. Fair poll, Gallup. Question number one, do you approve or disapprove of the military action Israel has taken in Gaza? 50% of Americans approve, 45 do not, for no opinion. But party by party is different. Democrats, 36% approve, 63% do not. Now that says that most of the Democratic Party does not believe Israel has the right to retaliate against that terror attack. That would be like saying after 9-11, the United States didn't have a right to go after Al-Qaeda. The same thing. Okay. 63% of Democrats, no. All right. Republican approve of Israel attacking Hamas, 71%, disapprove 23%. Independents approve 47%, disapprove 48%, split down the middle. All right. Interesting poll. Um, second question Do you think the USA is doing too much about the right amount or not enough to provide military aid to Israel? Too much, 31. Right amount, 42. Not enough, 25. So most Americans are with Israel, but that is wearing down. And if you took a poll among younger Americans, you wouldn't get that result because they don't understand what's going on and they don't care to understand it. All right. They did. They'd be watching uh, the No Spin News, but they're not. I mean, we have a lot of younger viewers watching, but believe me, if you went out and said, hey, watch O'Reilly's, we've got a pretty good perspective, fact based on this, they go, I'm not going to. Okay, so today uh, Hamas says that its terrorists killed three people at a bus stop near Jerusalem. Great, it's a ceasefire, right? Is there a ceasefire underway here? Hamas says, no, nah, we just wasted three people. Hamas admits he did it. <laughs> Come on. Is that genocide? God, it's so frustrating. Um, I don't know what else I can say. I don't know what more I can say. Okay? And these poor people, uh, 74-year-old rabbi killed, woman in her 20s, and a woman in her 60s. Just standing there at the bus stop. The terrorist comes up and pops them. And that's a memo. All right, uh, President Biden, busy day. He met with the president of Angola. Anybody know where Angola is? Raise your hand. It's Africa. And then the first lady and the president will participate in a national Christmas tree lighting tonight. That's nice. I mean, we should have a national Christmas tree. And I'm glad they're calling it a Christmas tree. That's thanks to me, by the way. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. 
So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here with a big announcement. You can now watch new episodes of the No Spin News live on Samsung TV+. Plus. Tune in each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV for breaking news, honest analysis, and the best election coverage in America. Please join me, Bill O'Reilly, at the first TV now available on Samsung TV+. Plus. Start watching today on your Samsung television, Galaxy devices, or the Samsung TV Plus mobile app. Check out the No Spin News each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV, Samsung TV Plus. Um, inflation under Joe Biden. Now, this alone, this combined with the open border, I don't know how anybody could ever get reelected. Are you ready for this? So this goes right into your house. So the typical American household now spends an additional $11,434 than it did the last month of Trump's administration. So Biden been in almost three years. You're paying 11,000 plus more for the essentials of life. <laughs> How do you justify that? You can't. How does the Democratic Party justify that? You can spin every way you want, but it's a, that's money coming out. Now, has your salary covered that? In order to get $11,434, you have to, in most states, get a $20,000 raise since Trump left office because they'll take the taxes out. I, I just don't know. Grocery store prices have increased under Biden 21%. All right. Meat, fish, eggs, 21%. Gas, 55%. Airline fares, 27%. Here you go. Thanks, Joe. Good job. Kamala Harris off to Dubai, shows up tomorrow to be a climate change warrior, big two-week climate change uh, conference in Dubai, the center of oil harvesting. <laughs> I love this. Okay, that's where all the oil is. That's where they're all getting it, but they're going to have the two-week conference here. So Kamala's going over, and uh, Joe Biden is not. So next week, there will be a uh, Republican debate on News Nation. It will be uh, at 8 p.m., December 6th. I'm going to be doing some analysis um, for News Nation, just so you know. Debate is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the University of Alabama campus. All right, so far, only two Republicans have made it. Isn't this interesting? DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Ramaswamy is expected to make it, but he hasn't yet. All right. Christie, uh, I don't know. He doesn't have uh, the polls to get on that stage. So there might be three. I think there'll be, I don't know about Christie. I don't know. They can do it right up to January 4th. That's when the final decision will be made. Okay? So that is happening next Wednesday. Now, let's get to our guest. We are pleased to have Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia. She is coming to us from Washington. She's a book out this month called MTG, her initials. That makes sense. And this is the first time I've ever spoken to the Congresswoman. Nice to have you here in the no spin zone. 
Um, all right. I got a bunch of stuff I want to ask you, and it's not a debate. I'm not going to try to convince you of anything. Donald Trump still harkens back to the 2020 election, saying it's a fraud. Okay? I have advised him that that's not a good strategy. He should be looking ahead and running on his record, not relitigating the election. Do you believe that Trump's strategy of going back to 20 is a good strategy? Well, actually, Bill, I spend a lot of time on the campaign trail with President Trump and on his behalf. And his Agenda 47, I think, is exactly the way to look forward. And I'm very impressed with it. I think it focuses on the American people and the issues that Americans truly care about. But when it comes to the 2020 election, I do believe there was election fraud. And I have a personal story with that. My own ex-husband uh, showed up to vote and in person, and he was told that he had already voted by absentee ballot when he had not. Um, he had to sign a waiver uh, relinquishing an absentee ballot he never requested, never voted on, and he had to do so standing in line with a line full of people that were told the very same thing. And right now, there's some court cases going through Georgia that I think are very compelling um, that shows that there was uh, many absentee ballots that were replicated, and that is election fraud. So I think election integrity is so important, we should never lose sight of it. But at the same time, President Trump is doing a great job presenting Agenda 47 for the future of our country. All right. Do you know why President Trump did not appoint a special counsel to investigate the election before he left office? Do you know? I do not know. OK, I don't know either. That would have been the way to go. OK, second thing, Ukraine aid. So the United States is giving about $45 billion so far, NATO about $35 billion. Do you support that? I do not. And I've been one of the few members of Congress that have, have voted against the money going to Ukraine from the beginning. Um, you see, I'm unapologetically American, and I believe that I represent the American people in the United States uh, Congress. And our problems are so great here in this country. I think we should, we should be focusing at home. Also, it's important to note that Ukraine is not a NATO member nation. And that's something significant that often gets left out in these conversations about supporting Ukraine. We have sent uh, or we have approved $113 billion to go to Ukraine. That's over 10% of our defense budget. While our border is being overrun every single day, and I serve on the Homeland Committee, it's been overrun by over 10 million people, and there are now over 1.8 million gotaways in our country. We don't know where these people come from. We don't know who they are. They could be terrorists, uh, human traffickers, child sex traffickers, all kinds of criminals. And I believe these issues are so serious, and they're so serious because this is what the people in my district talk to me about, and this is what people across the country talk to me about. Right. They don't Would want you to support fund a war in Ukraine. Would you support continuing aid to Ukraine if the asylum situation is revised? That's what's being talked about in the House and the Senate now, a deal. All right, tighten up well, asylum in return. Would you support that? I've been in some of these meetings, Bill. Actually, we had a conference meeting about it this morning. I do not support giving money to Ukraine. They're stealing our money. There's evidence okay. of fraud there in the Ukrainians. So you'll, you'll vote against in that conference. Now, I disagree with you because I know that Vladimir Putin will uh, continue his encroachment.
Now, I'm sure you know this, but he's taken a big slice of Georgia, the country Georgia. He controls Belarus. If he controls Ukraine, then he's right on the border. He can put all his weaponry right aimed at uh, NATO. And then he goes into the Baltic countries that are right on his border as well. Finland just sealed its border because of the intrusion of Russia. So I submit to you, Congresswoman, we would pay 100 times more in five years than we're paying now because Putin's not going to stop. The second point is, if Putin's allowed to win in Ukraine, say goodbye to Taiwan. Would the Chinese taking over Taiwan bother you? Well, let me first preface this, Bill. There's no evidence um, showing Putin saying that these things are going to happen, just as you suggested. These are the talking points that come out of Washington. Well, wait, wait. He's already foreign war. He's the already isn't there, and I won't apologize for supporting our country and wanting to fix. You our don't problems. have to apologize, Congresswoman. Yes, you don't have to apologize for anything. You don't have to apologize for anything. Wait. The record is that Putin seized Crimea under Obama. We did nothing. The record is that he sliced off 20 percent of Georgia. We did nothing. He controls the entire country of Belarus. We can't do anything about that. And now if he takes over Ukraine, he's got his weapons within hundreds of miles of all European capitals. This is an evil man. If you know your history, all right, Putin is Hitler light. That's who he is. Okay, I got I got a bunch of questions. Israel, do you support American dollars going to help Israel? I have uh, I have voted to support Israel, especially with their Iron Dome. Also supported their lasers. I just voted this week on two resolutions supporting Israel uh, and their right to exist. Okay, so you support another that. another resolution that condemns Hamas because they are terrorists backed by Iran. However, here's our problem, Bill, and I think this is really important for people to understand. The Biden administration wants to control that war, and they want to control how Israel fights their enemy, Hamas. And I would argue Israel has been very successful thus far because Washington is not controlling them. They've been able to bomb however they want to bomb, wherever they want to bomb. They've been able to send in their troops to go after Hamas, which I completely support Israel in doing. What I am totally against is the Biden administration going in and trying to control Israel and okay. how they fight. Well, their you, and I, you and I agree on that. Um, my congressman here is George Santos. He is a grifter. No doubt he is. Uh, I want to see him expelled from the House of Representatives. Do you? I'm actually not going to vote for the expel resolution, but I support your right as a voter to make changes in who represents you in Congress. Uh, the reason why I'm voting no is this comes down to campaign finance violations. And if we set the record where any member of Congress can be expelled on campaign finance violations, which I think are very bad, then we are looking at expelling a lot of members of Congress. And okay, that's really but... the truth. Another issue is, he hasn't been convicted yet in a court of law. No, and that's true. That should be what but we this is at. this is an expulsion vote, not a criminal vote. And the and I'm sure you read it. The House Ethics Committee report clearly states he took more than two hundred thousand dollars in campaign funds and used it for personal expenses. And, you know, you can't do that. OK, McCarthy. Right. 
I thought McCarthy did a pretty good job as Speaker of the House. I don't want the government shut down uh, because I know that would boomerang back on the Republican Party, which I believe right now in our and I'm not an ideologue. I'm not a party guy. I'm a registered independent. But it, the way we are situated in our history of this country, the Democratic Party is heading us toward ruin. And I mean that literally ruin, whereas the Republican Party would block the ruin. So I support the Republican Party. And I believe that if McCarthy, OK, had done what Matt Gates did and what you wanted to do and not compromised on a number of issues, that the blame would have all gone on to the Republicans and it would have weakened the party. Where am I going wrong? Well, I, you might be confused, Bill. I didn't vote to oust Kevin McCarthy. I wasn't one of the eight. Actually, were, were you? did you um, vote not present or what did you vote on that? No, I, I voted to protect Kevin McCarthy. Oh, you did? I okay. wasn't one of the eight. I think you uh, have me confused with maybe Nancy May. Thank you for thank you for correcting um, me. No, as a matter of fact, I've been attacked a lot uh, because I I did support Kevin McCarthy and I supported him all the way in the beginning. I wasn't one of the ones that voted against him thank back you in for January correcting of 2030. Me. You have you yeah. have to be compassionate though in this Christmas season because I'm very old, okay, Congresswoman. Okay. So I I should have known that. Um, final question. Well, I for think you. you got me confused. You uh, you introduced this show talking about extremists, and I was thinking Bill's got to read my book. He's definitely got to read my. Well, book. they didn't even send me the book. But what we did was <laughs> we researched your book. They didn't even send it to me. I'm not going to name the guys, but I know the guys. But anyway, okay. just so you know, um, the final thing is in the book. Whereas Nancy Pelosi tortured you. How badly do you dislike the former speaker? I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, working under her speakership was horrible. It really was. I saw this woman force through the Biden's agenda. I saw her bring two bills to the floor that would have made abortion legal up until the day of birth. Yeah, she passed the Green New Deal and many bills, but she was particularly cruel to me. Um, and so, no, I'm not a fan. It's an interesting part of your book. And the book, again, is MTG. Get Amazon anywhere. And we really appreciate it, Congresswoman. Thanks for taking the time. We hope we can talk again, okay? Thanks for having me, Bill. All it's right. good to talk. Cheers. Um, big uh, debate tonight on Fox News. Hannity, and I, I think he's the only guy in the country who put this together, has got Newsom and DeSantis together 90 minutes. Um, Wall Street Journal yesterday puts out these amazing stats, and I'm just going to knock them off for you. So people leaving California um, between 2019, July, 2020, July, OK, um, a million plus left California, 750,000 entered Florida. OK, um, that's pretty telling taxes. Um, Californians pay twice as much per capita to the state than Florida. Twice as much. All right. Gas prices today, $4.85 a gallon in California, average, $3.17 average in Florida. And finally, homelessness, 22. California, 175,000 at least. Florida, 30,000. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is going to be much of a debate, but I'll tell you one thing. And um, if Ron DeSantis 
can't beat, and I mean wax, W-A-X. He can't wax Newsom in a one-on-one. He's done. He's done. Newsom's more glib, no doubt. DeSantis, not nearly as articulate. But boy, when you just go down the list, it's incredible. It really is the difference in the two states. Chicago, over the Thanksgiving weekend, it was more gunfire everywhere. 29 hurt, one killed. And, you know, Chicagoans elected the far, 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 far left mayor. And he's blaming all the violence in Chicago on conservatives. Go. And their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos, because that's what this that particular party has been about. Right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. (laughs) Refuse to accept the results of the Civil War? This guy's a nut. So you guys in Chicago, you elected a nut, N-U-T, to run your city. It's just... I'm listening to this, but that's what the presidential election is going to be. No matter how badly the Democrats have governed, federal, state, local, it's all going to be MAGA and Trump are Hitler and the Nazis. It's the whole campaign. The Civil War. A friend of mine just got hired as the Chicago Tubs bench coach. So now I'm going to go to the Windy City a few times this baseball season. And, you know, and I I like Chicago. I feel sorry for the poor African-American people. That's where the violence is centered. I mean, yes, on the Gold Coast and Michigan Avenue and all of that, Rush Street, there's violence, but not nearly what there is in the poor precincts. All right, Mayorkas, Homeland Security Chiefs on the border. Uh, in Uvalde, where that mass, terrible mass shooting took place. And there's a rumor that he went down there to apologize to the Border Patrol for demonizing the uh, border agent on the horse with the stirrups. Remember when Biden and Mayorka said that the guy was whipping the migrants and that was false, totally false, based on a picture. I don't know why Mayorka is down there. I just know that he is the worst Homeland Security chief in the history of this country. So wherever he goes, it really doesn't matter. He just takes orders. Awful. Um, And then there's a bunch of stats about Texas. It's just like Arizona. They can't house the migrants. There's so many of them. So many of them. Henry Kissinger dies. So I knew uh, the former Secretary of State, uh, very intelligent man. Everybody knows that. Uh, He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 73 for a ceasefire in the Vietnam War. And the North Vietnamese... uh, violated that ceasefire was not Kissinger's fault, was not Nixon's fault. It was the North Vietnamese's fault and the South Vietnamese corrupt government that couldn't fight uh, as well as it had to for its freedom or wouldn't fight. That's whose fault it was, not Kissinger. Anyway, I was on WABC radio. That's our flagship station in New York City talking about Kissinger this morning. Go. I knew Henry Kissinger very well. And we would gather at the Yankee games, the New York Yankee games. 
And uh, one of the games, and we would sit in the Steinbrenner box, because George Steinbrenner, when he was alive, he liked me, but Bill Clinton's there. So Clinton is there with Henry and me. I sit in between them, all right, in the box. And I masterfully, I'm bragging again, I steered the discussion, all right, and it was during the Obama years. And, of course, Clinton was a big Obama supporter, and Kissinger was not. Mm-hmm. I learned so much by the fifth inning. I didn't see any of the game. <laughs> that was one of the most entertaining nights of my life, going back and forth, asking these guys questions. God, I wish it was taped. It was really something. So, anyway, RIP Henry Kissinger, um, best to his uh, widow and his family. Smart life. So um, there are a lot of scams now because Americans are the most generous people on the face of the earth. There isn't even a close second. And we ought to pat ourselves on the back. We give an enormous amount of money to charity, try to help people, veterans, children, you name it. All right. Feeding uh, the hungry, uh, putting the homeless in housing, whatever it may be. Okay, we are exceedingly generous. But you're getting calls now. For this charity and that charity and this charity and their rip-off artists. Now, there's a woman at Virginia Tech, professor of sociology, Caitlin Party. All right, and she's got a bunch of tips to avoid this, but it's here it is. Don't ever give do business on the phone. Ever in your whole life. Don't give any money, don't give out any of your information. Don't even answer the call. I mean, you got a call ID. You don't know the call ID, don't pick up the phone. Okay, because that can never be good. These people get a commission of what they take in, where the money goes. You don't know. I'm giving money locally this year. Um, And I have a list of charities that I support that on BillOReilly.com. But, you know, there are some very good charities. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, excellent charity across the country. But I can see what's going on. All right. ASPCA, you know, for the uh, for the animals, things like that. we have Delta Rescue that is a sponsor here, and that's a fine charity, as I mentioned yesterday. And then Tunnel for Towers. I mean, do a lot of advertising, but they're helping people. Tuesday's children. They're a bunch of them. But be very, very careful now. I don't want you to get scammed. And don't give your personal information to anybody. Don't write them a check. That's it. Don't put it on your credit card. Don't do that. Okay? Smart life. Stay in history, November 30th, 2017. Uh, Jose Zarate was found not guilty of murder. Do you remember? Do you remember? He's the guy who killed Kate Steinle, San Francisco. Kate was walking with her father on a pier, all right, and Zarate shot her dead. And then Zarate's lawyer told the uh, jury uh, he found a gun, and it dropped on the floor, and a bullet fired and then killed Kate. And the jury said, okay, fine. We're not going to convict him of murder. Convicted him of a gun charge. Well, here's the interesting part about this. All right, that was six years ago. Okay, he served some time for the gun charge in San Francisco local. Then the feds took him because they knew where he was in jail. He has not been out of jail since. All right, so he has been incarcerated for eight years since 2015 arrest for killing Kate Steinle. My law that Mitch McConnell killed, which he would have passed, okay, Kate's law said 10 years. He's done eight almost there. But this is so, and by the way, Zarate was deported five times. 
before he killed Kate. So he had come back a sixth time. And San Francisco, the sanctuary city, they don't cooperate. They don't care. But now he's going to have to get out. He's February 19th, 2024. He's set to be released from the um, federal penitentiary in Phoenix, Arizona. They'll deport him. But I bet you he comes back. He's a dope dealer. Okay. That's, that's going to haunt me forever that I didn't get that case law through. McConnell. Mm. Okay, I got a good mail segment and a final thought about Holly, the terror dog, who uh, almost was the deceased dog. Coming right up. We'll be right back. Okay, let's go to the mail. Glenda. Uh, how much money do we give to Iran and to the PLO? Um, none. <laughs> don't give any money to those, that country and that organization. Why would we give money to them? Um, you know, they, you got to watch this rumor mill on the Internet. Sylvia Dunleavy, Forward, Texas. Um, why is everyone blaming Biden for the failures of our government? He isn't running the show. He's incapable of sane thought. Obama and his cohorts are to blame. Now, I know that's big on the right wing websites that Obama is running a shadow government. He's not. Not to say he doesn't have input. He does, particularly with uh, Biden's staff. Biden and Obama were never buddies. Okay, and certainly Jill and Michelle are not. But Obama talks to some of Biden's people, but he's not running the government. Believe me, Obama's not that stupid. Obama would never have done the open border. Obama deported a lot of migrants. Lisa uh, Mahorny, Lexington, Kentucky. I originally agree with you on the worst president ever, James Buchanan. But now I think Biden is the worst because he's hurt more people and blood on his hands. Not even close. With all due respect, Lisa, with all due respect, the Civil War could have been averted. All right, we're talking millions of casualties here. All right, Biden is the second worst. He doesn't come close to Buchanan. Nobody does. And I'm going to write something about Buchanan, by the way. That's coming. Eva Schweswick, Princeton, New Jersey. Mr. O, why does the USA have to spend so much money on immigrants? Back in the early 80s, when I came to America, the immigrants had to rely on family, friends, churches. Because the Biden administration has set up another welfare system to anybody who can sneak in here or get in here with asylum. If Trump wouldn't have done that, it's purely... An administration. That's why they're doing it. And they can do it because they use money from Homeland Security and from other agencies, money that's already been allotted, to give to the migrants. It's, it's beyond belief. Joe Concierge member, Nikki Haley is a neocon. One of the most superficial president candidates I can remember. Okay. I mean, you know, everybody has their opinion of everybody. Jeff Kimball, Murals Inlet, South Carolina. What is your opinion of Nikki Haley O'Reilly? Will she come on the No Spin News? No, this is beneath her, all right? Because she doesn't really understand the power of what we do here and how many millions of people we reach. Nikki Haley doesn't understand that. She's imperious, right? Very high opinion of herself. And we've invited her, but... Wasn't even nice about it. Now, that does not taint my assessment of her ability. She is a very smart woman. She ran South Carolina well. She ran the United Nations office for the USA pretty well. 
Okay, pretty well. Um, I would not underestimate Nikki Haley, but she's not going to beat Trump for the nomination, no matter how much money she's got. Uh, Dr. Sidney Mann, Bethlehem, South Africa. Never been to Bethlehem. I've been to South Africa, but never been there. Bill, the big health problem is salt. My professor of medicine used to shout at the top of his voice, salt is the devil's element. Yes, but it's not near in America at the level of sugar. Sugar wiping people out. Salt, hypertension, you know. But I, I'm a moderate salt user, and I've never had a problem. You go to fast foods three, four times a week, it's loaded. You'll have a problem. But I'm glad you checked in, doctor. Um, Chris, concierge member, a martini in any restaurant in New York using premium booze will cost you 30 bucks. The guy in Colorado got a deal at 15. You both got fleeced. I'll pay $15 for martini. $30? Come on, call the police. Somebody charges you $30 for martini. 911. Sterling, concierge member, Killing the Witches is simply excellent. I've read all the killing books, and this is my favorite. Good. I'm glad you like Killing the Witches. We want to say uh, thank you to Walmart. They did a big special on witches, and wow, sales went through the roof. Thank you, Walmart. Eleanor couldn't put Killing the Witches down. Okay. Um, James Miller, Tilson, New York. I agree Killing the Witches is all you say it is, Bill, but Killing Crazy Horse is still my favorite. Everybody's got a favorite killing book. Now, Crazy Horse, I told you, I got a whole load of them, so we're giving them to you at this price, $9.95. You will not get a better stocking stuffer or a better deal. And let us segue now to the store, the BillOReilly.com Christmas store. Roll it. Okay, that's good. We got it. (laughs) My staff loves all this. All right. So we got the crazy horse, great scuffing topper. We got all the killing books, all 13 bundle for you. And then uh, if you buy that, you get the uh, live show that I did a few weeks ago on a download. Only you get that. Only you. We have Killing the Witches, Killing the Killer. It's together. $21.95. Fabulous deal. The United States of Trump, if you're interested in the former president, a blue Merry Christmas ornament, $17.95. Um, and then we have gift cards, BillOReilly.com gift cards for premium membership and concierge membership. If you get the gift cards, you get free books with each one you buy. What a fabulous deal. Okay. So go to BillOReilly.com Christmas store, save a ton of money and make people happy. Worthy of the day, not be a cretin, C-R-E-T-I-N. Um, okay. Quick uh, break and then back with the final thought. Here's a final thought of the day. As I reported last week, Holly, the terror dog, had a brain tumor, almost died. Well, here she is this morning. She's recovering. And that is thanks to Dr. Dominic Marino, Long Island vet. Uh, He works for the Long Island veteran specialist in Plainview, Nassau County. The terror dog is still a little wobbly. Okay, we're taking good care of her. She would have died. And it came out of nowhere, came out of nowhere. And I'm telling you, I had to go through three vets to get to Dr. Marino. If I didn't find him, that Corgi would be dead. That doctor saved 
her life. And the terror dog is eight years old. She's got some years in front of her now. And very sweet dog. Okay? I can't even tell you. So Holly is on the men. And that's the best Christmas present my family could ever get, right? Well, not ever, but you know what I'm talking about. So again, you know, we're very thankful for that. We're thankful for you watching and listening to the No Spin News. Uh, new column on Sunday. Go to the Christmas store over the weekend. Come on. You'll get all your stuff done. It'll save you money and grief. And then we'll have a new column on Sunday. See you on Monday. Bill O'Reilly here with a big announcement. You can now watch new episodes of the No Spin News live on Samsung TV+. Plus. Tune in each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV for breaking news, honest analysis, and the best election coverage in America. Please join me, Bill O'Reilly, at the first TV now available on Samsung TV+. Plus. Start watching today on your Samsung television, Galaxy devices, or the Samsung TV Plus mobile app. Check out the No Spin News each weeknight at 8 p.m. on the first TV, Samsung TV+. Plus.